Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. Pumpkin Spice Edition Craft Comics, everyone. Pumpkin Spice and everything nice. It's the end of October. We've got some books, some beers, and each other. And some fall weather, and we're going to have some fun. You bet your ass. Have a sip, Dan. So refreshing. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome to another beautiful, wonderful edition of Craft oh, Comics. This is episode number 23. Oh, wow. Maybe? Well, 23. Wow. That's, that's not, uh, we slowed down a lot yeah, with, our, <laughs> with our generation of new episodes. We've but, been busy, but uh-huh. I think I think we're going to get back in the groove here. Yeah, get back on that schedule, back on that horse, yeah, as they yeah. say, as they say in the, in the podcasting biz. Our social obligations are gradually petering Ooh, out. Ew. People have hung out with us too much in the yeah. summer and realized they don't want to be around us that much so it's actually not fun for it's, anybody it's not fun for yeah. anybody so we're, they're just kicking us to the wayside yep. so you know then that's the perfect time for danny and jerry to just meet up and continue this like destructive yeah. uh codependent yeah. relationship that we have with each other absolutely uh what's the song danny and jerry together forever <laughs> recording this podcast till, till we hate, hate each other, other. Yeah. so that's the that's the that's the uh words we live life by um yep. this is crap comics a semi-weekly uh comic book and crappier podcast the general format is we'll talk about books that came out last week we'll drink a couple beers we'll tell you how we feel about both of those things uh but before we do any of that dan how the fuck you been? How have I been? Yeah. Pretty good. I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter, as uh-huh. have you. Yep. That's been like the driving focus <laughs> of my free time these right. days. Yeah. I've put so much time into that game. It's, it is wild. It's very rare for me to find a game that I play as much as I've been playing me that too. game. Me too. I'm like almost on 300 hours on, wow. this, on this character and I'm just like, oh <laughs> my God, that's a lot. That's a lot of, that's a lot of hours. And I still haven't done like so much. I can easily put another like fifty to sixty hours in that. Oh, game. for sure. And it, it just like I keep getting pulled back to it, and yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it happens, but it. it but it does. No, yeah, because like I was on like you know I, I was on the guiding lands for a bit, and yeah. then I got sick of that, and I was on to like optional quests for a bit, and then I got sick of that, and then I made like two more builds, and like it's just like every time you finish with one thing, something else just pops up and just hooks you. Again. Right, and you're just like, oh, you know what, like. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm getting you know yeah. kind of good with this weapon, you know, yeah. but maybe I want to try something. Maybe I want to try something else. So uh, this is Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Uh, it's a game by Capcom. Uh, the original game came out a couple years ago, I think, and a yep. uh, big expansion pack for it. Iceborne just released. Uh, I don't know, like a month ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that. Uh, the general crux of this is like you are a hunter. You go out and you hunt monsters, yep. as the name would imply. Yep. You skin them. After yep. you murder them, and you turn their parts into weapons and armor, and armor so that you can kill more of them. Like you do. Like you do. So uh, it's pretty true to the roots of you know human society, hunter-gatherers, as we are. Yeah, but they're uh, doing it to preserve the ecosystem. Yeah. That's what they say. Is yes. like these monsters are like ones who have gone outside what they're supposed to be doing, right. and they're like hurting the other monsters. So it's okay for us to murder them. Well, yeah, and I mean, but who's going to keep the humans in check? You know what I mean? Exactly. That's Ma- the question. The, the truest they, monsters. Yeah. Maybe they'll get to that in the next expansion. Yeah. When I, you actually hunt humans, you have to like hunt down everybody in the. You have to hunt your character. Yeah. <laughs> you have to hunt the fucking one by uh, one. What's his name? The admiral. I love that yeah, guy. The yeah, fuck, yeah. When he blocked the Raja, this big monkey like shoots like a big like yeah lightning wave out of his mouth, <laughs> and the the admiral just grabs a rock and, and just uses hot. it as a shield. <laughs> it's yeah, so good. Somebody did the uh, somebody did the math on it. 
it and said that like the admiral was using a rock to block the equivalent of like a 10 ton mega like, uh-huh. 10 megaton bomb or something uh-huh. like that. that's that's i love that there are people out there that are like dedicated enough to this shit to like to, to run that math you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. to check that and be like well yeah, oh, according totally. to this oh, yeah, it's, totally it's, it's funny it's yeah funny. but uh yeah so i've been doing a lot of that other than that i've been paying close attention to the dc uh cinematic universe news oh. they've got some a lot of a lot of interesting DC movers and shakers happening. Oh. Like, so Joker came out. That was pretty successful. You I saw liked it, it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, okay. it wasn't perfect. They wasted a few elements, but overall, I thought it was pretty good. I'm I'm glad that it like that they're branching off and doing weird shit at least. Yeah. So, you know, at least it's not another like traditional origin story kind of right this one thing. this one does something different which is appeal to the isolated <laughs> white guy <laughs> exactly right? yeah thank god very bold creative decision super bold super <laughs> bold uh, just really like visionary concept you know what i mean exactly. like what happens when a sad pathetic guy gets alienated <laughs> do you think that he'll become a good person or a bad person you know, and that's the complex themes right. that, the, that the film tries to explore. Right, and also what is good and bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. The lines, can, like, the lines can when blur. Society forces you into a position. Does bad even exist? Dan, I'm told. Yeah, that we live in a society. Yeah, me too. <laughs> is that, me is too. That oh my god. Yeah, it's oh. pretty. Sh- so, but anyway, besides Joker, we could uh, meme on that for a while. I think. Oh yeah, we could. Um, but the you know the Birds of Prey trailer trailer uh-huh. dropped. Um. Also, there's been like more and more news about like the uh, James Gunn Suicide Squad reboot, soft reboot that's happening. Poor Jared Leto, man. <laughs> yeah, he got <laughs> fucked by <laughs> what's his that's name? business, baby. By the guy who made the last Suicide Side Squad movie, just like ruined, <laughs> just like ruined his look and his character so badly that he couldn't recover. Yeah, that was sad. I actually like Jared Leto as an actor. I think he would have been pretty good if they wrote him well. But oh well. And then also. Um, the most recent casting news, so like the Matt Reeves Batman movie that's coming out, um, Paul Dano just got casted as Riddler in it, cool. and uh, Zoe Kravitz got casted as Catwoman. Cool. So I'm down. It sounds like they're doing some cool non-traditional superhero kind of shit, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it does not tank as badly as their more traditional superhero films that they put out. Well, you know, it's like one of those things where the stakes are so fucking low at this point that I just don't, I, I just can't, I cannot give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so like nothing, yeah, they it's can't like do if, anything if they to fail, disappoint me. Exactly. Right? Yeah. If they fail, no big deal. But like right. the upside is so much higher if they succeed. It's yeah. like they'll end up making cool superhero movies that we've never seen before. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck. And that's the thing. They got away from doing the whole like DC's extended universe, yeah, right? Now they're yeah. gonna, like, we, we're going to, we're going to try to do like <laughs> one movie and make it good. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll go from there, you know, which is so. what they, yeah, which is what they should have done originally, yeah. which is what Marvel did initially. Yep. So yeah, hopefully. you've got to earn it. You know yeah. what I mean? You've got to earn it and show that you've got the chops because you, like, that's you can't a, it, just get like Zack Snyder to like hack Shit out fucking, three movies a year to like hack three movies together sort of and like <laughs> expected to be a billion dollar franchise just based on just the name beca- batman yeah just because just because it is like yeah, yeah you have to earn it you have yeah. to earn it to some degree so so yeah um, I, ho- I hope that that'll be that'll be cool but yeah some good stuff happening there what have you been up to i have been doing similar stuff to you playing a lot of monster hunter um kind of rolling back on borderlands 3 a bit it's pretty much just monster hunter at this point yeah you know what i mean yeah. like every every time i get home every free 
moment yeah i am like <laughs> you're crafting i'm thinking those. about at least thinking about it yeah. or like watching some youtube yeah. and being like, hmm, I don't know. It's like oh. uh, one interesting fun thing that i did yesterday i made i don't know what hit me but i saw like just set off to make homemade ramen 100% from scratch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely like With so your tonkatsu broth. Right, like yeah, that start stuff from takes forever. It did, and yeah. it was like a fuck ton of work. Yeah, it's insane. It is. I started with yeah. two whole chickens, yeah, and a bunch of pork neck bones. Yep. And so like I basically baked the chicken ripped all the meat off that's mm-hmm. in my freezer now cuz I'm like I got two chickens worth of fucking meat when I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to turn it into pot pie or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Took all the bones. Uh, same thing with the turkey neck bones. I cut off a, or the turkey neck bones, the pork neck bones. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they don't actually have a lot of meat on them. So no. I, I they were like just like for the marrow and right, the bone they, flavor. They were yeah. like fat. They were like five bucks, uh-huh. or like four uh-huh. pounds of them. So it was amazing. Yeah. So I, I threw them all in a pot with water, boiled it, drained them, yep. and then scrubbed the shit out of all the bones, trying to get as much fat and meat yep. off them as I possibly could. Returned it with some like charred leek, ginger, Mm. a bunch of good shit hard leak yeah gave it gave it some nice char yeah. Some, yeah you know what i mean yeah. dump that in pot and simmer that shit from like for like eight hours but yeah. the thing is is like i didn't even get it ready until like 7 p.m yeah so i was up until like two in the morning <laughs> making this fucking ramen broth and like i'm sitting here i'm like i'm like what is my life it's one in the morning and i am i am hand cutting ramen noodles <laughs> with my fucking hand crank pasta roll and i'm like what am i doing welcome to your 30s motherfucker what, what the fuck happened i used to be cool my girl <laughs> my girlfriend is gone for the weekend and what the fuck do i do with my saturday i just fucking make ramen noodles like yeah. i didn't have a single beer Yep. The fuck's the matter? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't, make, didn't have a beer. I didn't drink a single fucking beer all day yesterday. Wow. I I just like was sitting. I was just obsessed with these nudes, man. Yeah. I don't understand. But like beer and nudes are a good combination. Yeah. I mean, you, you just get, it's forgot not like about I, them because you were so obsessed. I was with so obs- the, I was so craft. obsessed. Yeah, I was so obsessed. And uh, Dan and I got blitzed. So this wasn't the only the, the yeah. only day that I stayed up until 2 in the morning. Friday night, yeah. Dan and I stayed up until 2 in the morning playing the aforementioned Monster Hunter and both getting fucked up <laughs> separately. Yeah, that we were was so, so silly. It was fun, though. <laughs> yeah, I had was, so, I had so yeah, much fun. Yeah, that was a fun. good time. Uh, yeah, so that was that was really good. Pete, um, I stuck around till 11 before he went to bed. Bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Though. We were all our we were character cool. avatars splashing each other in the spas. Oh, that's <laughs> right. With all three of us. And it was on stream. Mm-hmm. oh that was so fun good times we got yep. that we got that really good cl- clip uh yep yeah <laughs> me just getting aced by fucking a yeeted. Nostra. Oh my no God. it was a zenogre my, my oh you're right you're yeah. right you're right yep. um yeah so that's pretty much it uh on my what did you put in the from? in the like after did like for toppings and like oh the, did you put like seaweed some like ajitama like kind of yeah so i caught a little chunk of that roasted nori or whatever yeah uh, i cut, cut a little chunk of that put it in there uh-huh. um uh, i did like a soft boiled egg nice so the yolk was still just a little bit yeah. creamy you know what i mean yeah, yeah, hit that yeah, in yeah. there perfect um and then i just pulled like a piece of white meat and a piece of dark meat from the chicken that i pulled mm-hmm. rested that on top with the noodles um and then scallions nice i kind of built the broth the tonkatsu i ladled it over like a little bit of soy sauce yeah that's pretty much it i, I don't have any miso or mirin or anything like that i would have tossed okay. that in there if yeah, i did yeah, yeah. but um just a little extra soy to kind of lift the whole thing up that a sounds bit. awesome was, i mean you don't need if you're good. making like a fucking crazy tonkatsu broth you right. don't need any like no i didn't even need it but like i think 
typically they do kind of build they, oh yeah the, for the sure. tonkatsu's the i throw base. everything in right but i'm just saying like it'll taste good regardless yeah and of it did it was it was delicious it uh, i took i was like taking little sips of it as it was going it's like yeah. it's like real creamy i don't know i don't yeah. know how the fuck it works it it, tur- it takes bones and it turns them into something yeah. delicious you know and yeah. i don't know there's something about like taking taking something that would just be trash mm-hmm. and making something with mm-hmm. it. it it feels more respectful i mean i know I still fucking murdered those animals. You know what I'm saying? But like at least like But at least part. you murdered them for like five meals instead of like one. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you you summed up perfectly what I was trying to say. Yep, I get you. Um so I think we should talk about some beers, right? Yeah. So this is Craft Comics special fall meme edition. Oh. We are going full meme with our beers, Jerry. We got your your pumpkin spice. Yeah. We got your apple ales. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. it. So, so yeah, that's it. That's because I only brought two beers. If I got a third, I don't even know what it would. I guess that like sums up the fall shit. Pretty we would well. need some like Halloween candy beer. Yeah, some like candy like, corn beer. Oh. I'm sure it exists, and it's probably bad. Like a candy corn porter. Yeah. Oof. That'd be terrible. That would be bad. But that's not where we're drinking right now. Right now we're drinking Carbon Fours. We're drinking Red's Apple Ale. <laughs> yeah. We're not drinking Red's Apple Ale. Yeah. So I don't. You know, I saw this in the store, and I'm like, I don't really think I'll like this, but I'm going to buy it because it's a meme. But I do love Carbon 4, who makes uh-huh. the beer. I think the main thing that I realized is, like, apple ales have gotten a bad beat in my head because of, like, Red's Apple Ale yeah. and all those other shit where it's like, it's not really beer, right? It's like, it, it is, but it doesn't taste like beer. Yeah. Whereas, so, I, I don't know. For some reason, like, apple ales are basically taste like ciders to me. Or something like that, whereas, I don't know, whereas other fruit-based ales tend to taste more like beer. Sure. Do you agree? I do agree, but I actually feel the exact opposite, which is weird, because I feel like Red's Apple Ale tastes more to me like beer and less apple. It's like they took apples Mm. and put it on top of beer, and it's like barely there. You know what I'm saying? I want it to be like 50-50. Honestly, I feel like I've only had one in my life and I didn't like it, so I don't honestly remember what it tastes like. But I understand what you're saying because you want something that is equal part. I think we're both coming at this from the same same spot. We yeah. want we want a apple beer. We don't yes. we don't want we don't want a cider. A glorified and, cider with and we ale don't, slapped on it. Right, and we don't want a shitty beer with yeah. just apple slapped on it we yeah. want equal representation yes perfectly yes. balanced yes uh and i think this is getting there i think this is pretty close yeah it is a bit on the sweet side a little bit yeah but not i don't know not too much right no i mean for what it is right if this was like a if this wasn't an apple ale yeah i would be like whoa, yeah you're right, you're whoa, right. Whoa, yeah whoa. yeah yeah but <laughs> but instead i'm like hmm you know? Yeah, because yeah. it's still not as sweet as like a sweet cider yeah. would be or even like non-alcoholic cider. Yeah. Um, but it is reminiscent of a cider. Yeah. But with like a body to it that yeah. I'm not used to having with It's kind of like an amber like ale sort of a fullness. feel and body. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I like this. And I also wanted to go into... Uh, the fact that you fucking hated Carbon Four for like the okay, you want to you want to unpack this? You yeah. want to you want to do this right on the show? I, well, first I want I want to hear what are your current thoughts of Carbon Four and have they changed? Um, no, <laughs> no, they've changed. They've changed. Uh, my my hate of Carbon Four was done mostly out of branding. Yes, I hated the way they spelt carbon. Yep, it's it is spelt K A R B E N. Yeah, four right. 
Um, which I would agree is a pretty bad name. That is pretty bad. And like they, it, but I, so their whole thing, they've got like a, their logo is like a molecule. Yeah. And they're trying to be sciencey, sciencey. right? And, and so carbon can can form four bonds. Uh, so that's I, why that's why they call it carbon four. Yep. Um, so like CH four is uh-huh. is your I think it's like. I don't know. I don't fucking remember. It's not. It's not methane. I think methane is CH3. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. But basically, so like that's your most simple organic molecule. All this shit's organic. Mo- I, I get what you're trying to do. Yeah. You know what I mean. But also not super into it. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. I feel like taking something sciency and then like intentionally misspelling it. Yeah, it's the carbon. I yeah. think that's what gets me. It and doesn't I, seem it makes right me, somehow. It makes me mad. And it, and it did make me mad, but you know what? Uh, I am now, oh, what is it, seven years? I'm seven <laughs> years older, seven years yep. wiser, seven yep. years more patient. It's why, yep. uh, you know, you're still my friend, yep. despite <laughs> all the all the bullshit that I have to put up with you on a weekly basis. So much. Um, yeah, so I, I don't care. Uh, they're they're fine. Carbon four is fine. Uh, but what's funny is like the carbon four was like at, at the forefront. You know, well, not even quite at the forefront. They were at like the midfront of that craft beer push. Yeah, and they now, took over the old ale asylum yeah, they building. Did. Yep, on the east side yep. of Madison, Wisconsin. Sunny yep. Madison. Sunny that Madison. That's what we should mention. Carbon four is like a little local brewery and a little local brewery. It's a pretty big local brewery. Yeah, they, they distribute, distribute all mm-hmm. over Wisconsin, at least probably yeah. the whole Midwest. Probably about the same range as Fantasy Factory is very popular. Yeah, so they probably distribute that shit. A lot of that's places. probably fantasy factory is their ipa probably what they're yeah known the most for in yeah. this area um yeah. and yeah they probably hit the same distribution range that ale asylum did before they moved out yeah <laughs> and ale asylum's now a little bit bigger they make so. some really good shit i think the carbon seasonal four. stuff yes carbon four makes some really cool i mean seasonal like most stuff. breweries right yeah. like i think they got their, their specialties and their staples are always like you know pretty yeah generic crowd pleasing stuff well, because they're supposed to be to appeal to the widest possible audience what is your favorite carbon four staple um let's see so what are their? they've got their fantasy factory block party amber lady luck imperial ipa i like that one the uh lady luck irish red irish irish red yeah don't they have like an imperial ipa or something um i don't know they have they have fantasy factory and then they have another one that's like an ipa and i can't remember the name their stouts are pretty good they've got that uh yeah dragon flute and tokyo sauna too that one's a session i think okay yeah um but yeah, I really like their more malt forward beers. And I yeah. I had talked to like I went to some like carbon four beer dinner or something and he was talking about how uh he was like a huge snob about uh base malts for his beer. Really? Yeah. He was like What a thing to be a snob about. Yeah. Fucking so he's like, I know like a lot of my, you know, people I don't know. He was talking about like investors or people in the company were like giving him shit for like spending so much money on importing like fancy base malts from yeah. like Europe or something like that. And he's like, just use two row, bro. Just use Breeze two row. It all tastes the same. Yeah. But fun. I don't know. I do feel like they're more malt forward beers tend to be their better ones so yeah. i think like his focus on the malts kind of well if you're gonna go malt forward you should fucking focus on the grain bill you know use two yeah. use two row if you're just gonna hop it up anyway yeah yeah true for like the ipas right yeah. yeah but like i mean maybe for like the stouts or the ambers or something maybe it'll come through a little different dan i cannot help but notice yeah that you've got like a little curly mustache going on are you growing that you, you growing that hog out dude a little bit yeah you're trying to you're trying, to, you're trying to curl that thing uh, up i've been curling it a little bit recently you know i mean if you're a white man in your 30s on a podcast i feel yeah. like you gotta rock a bitch and mustache i feel like you got yeah i mean that's one of thing. us has to the beard's just gotta get bigger and weirder yeah. at this point i mean i'm getting older you, you can't, got you gotta have a thing yeah you can't get older and then become like 
more clean cut. You right. have to get weirder with it. You more have to disheveled. Get more disheveled, just like consistently more and more like where someone would pass you in the street and be like, what the fuck happened to that guy? Uh, he's seen some shit. That's what I'm going for. Okay. In like, in like five to 10 years. So yeah. Have you considered two options? Two mm-hmm. options for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now I want you to run with me on this. Okay. Can you run with me on this? I'll run with you. Shave the stash off. All the way off. <laughs> I want you to rock that fucking chin strap. Wait, and so sh- so shave the cheeks also? No, just... Well, I guess you could take them down. I just want that mustache gone. And you know what I'm saying? So, like, if I left these, these would be chops, right? Like, if I left they're the not, cheeks They're there. not chops if they connect. Yeah, I guess you know maybe what I'm you're saying? right. Yeah. So, that was my option B, is you shave the mustache off and also just a strip... And the chin. Just a strip down that I'm chin. going for the Mr. Tibbs look from yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, everybody. Yeah, and, like, so the thing about chops is they're really, like, as long as there's a there's an island of skin separating them... Yeah. Um, it, they're chops, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that you take, like, so, like a razor that's, like, the width of, like, a, a pencil eraser uh-huh. and you just wipe that guy down, oh. you know what I mean? So, you just have, a like... pencil eraser. You just have this that's tiny... So this tiny little inlet Oof. and waves of hair crashing on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Do you know yeah. what I'm, Think I about do. it. I'm saying just think about it. If you're, it sounds if you're, awful. If you're doing a thing, if you're doing a bit, you yeah. know what I mean? Just yeah. consider it. That's all I'm that's okay. all I ask. That's okay. all I ask is okay. that you is that you humor me this one thing. I mean like Wolverine kinda has that kind of facial hair going on. Logan, yeah. James Tinian the fourth. James Tinian the fourth Logan. Uh, what the yeah. fuck is his name? Logan uh, Fry? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Logan Fry's our friend Logan from college. Pa- Logan Paul. <laughs> famous YouTuber Logan. Fa- famous Paul. YouTube um, dead body seer. No, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Once we get to the X Men comic, Charles does call him by his full name, so we'll yeah, figure it Charles. out. Charles. Charles. No, Charles doesn't. That blue guy does. Or is the blue guy Charles? Did you I know, miss I was, that? I don't know. Oh fuck! But it, he, I thought maybe no, because he's talking about a human. Yeah, but maybe he could have like he was also talked about. We'll get there. But he talked about changing him, like changing I used, like genetic oh, manipulation yeah, sure. shit. So it could be. And and the whole end of that last one was all about Moira telling Charles that he was thinking about things wrong. But I don't know. It's kind anyway, of ambiguous. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there, guys. But let's you? start off slow, shall we, Jerry? Let's start off at the beginning of our list. Oh, are we done talking about the beer? Are we? Done? We're done talking about this beer, right? I think we're. I think we've about reached its natural peak. I'll just okay. say, yeah, I do like Carbon Four, and I think this beer is pretty. Uh, pretty good. Probably the best apple ale that I've had, which, which is not a high bar, right? Because you've had one. Well, I don't know. I feel like I've had sips of several, but I've never liked You're one. Like, Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yucky. This tastes like Danny don't like cider. Um yeah, this is good. It's uh it's if you it is a bit on the sweet side for me. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't sit and drink a whole bunch of these, but um yeah, it's this true. also doesn't have any like re- head retention. I bet that's from the apple or something. Yeah, I wonder. Think. Um but it, it's good. It's about as to me it's about as sweet as a I think it's actually about, about as sweet as a sweet cider, but I don't Really? Mind, I don't mind that because it's cut a little bit by some maltiness mm-hmm. and it's like it's like my brain it's tasting apple it wants sweetness so yeah. it gets it gets a little bit of both of that but there's yeah. there's something a bit more to it there's more body there's more depth of flavor than just a simple sweet cider so yeah. it's a it's a good beer uh check it out if you're feeling like a like a fall oh yeah i don't think we ever said boy. the name of it it's a downton appley downtown App- downton appley which is yeah. that's a that's a good name yeah. and it's like a the, the the branding of it is like a lady yep. standing but her head's an apple so yeah i mean cool yeah it's cool it's good yeah um so yeah that's the beer and we can move on to the comic books but before we do mix what spoiler warning 
This is your spoiler warning. We're going to spoil these books. It's nothing personal, baby. It's just the name of the game. We're going to talk about what happened in them. And yeah, that's just spoilerinos, you know? That's yep. just kind of the way, it's gonna the way happen. these, it's the gotta way these happen. things go. So that is the mandatory spoiler warning. And now we can move on to actually review the books. If I can find them, they're right behind me. I have to set my beer down. Wonderful. Damn, stall for time. Well, you know, the thing about Jared is he sucks at designing podcasts. You're right. Let's move on. The worst host. So we're going to start off. And Dan sucks at stacking them because he stacked them all fucking out of order like a piece of, <laughs> like a real shitter, real junk boy. Okay. Um, we've got, <laughs> we're going to start off with DC this week because it's first in the alphabet and that's the way Dan stacked them. Yep. Uh, we've got Wonder Twins, number seven, written by Mark Russell with art by Mike Norton. Did and I say number eight? Yeah. Sorry. I fucked it up. Number eight. Number eight, written by Mark Russell, still with art by Mike Norton. And colors by Mike Norton and letters by Chris Peters. Wonder Twins is this kind of fun, bizarre uh, social commentary slash funny book slash hit you right in the feels about yeah. some interpersonal relationships. Reboot of some uh, off forgotten characters from like 90s Hanna Barbara. Hanna Barbara cartoons. Yeah. You know, Wonder Twin powers activate. That's yep. these Wonder Twins. Yep. Uh, issue number eight is following two, I would say, two major plot lines. Maybe there's, well, there's three, I guess, but the third one is a minor, and it's just kind of a joke, and it's very funny. It is funny. Uh, The first one is um, the principal of the high school and his kind of long-alienated librarian love. He's found out it's the uh, 30-year high school reunion, and he wants it to get it canceled because he let the love of his life, the librarian, slip away. And he's afraid of, like, encountering her again. Right. He's deathly terrified of encountering her he's worked at the same they've worked at the same school together and he said like a handful of words to her um and he he openly says that he regretted it his whole life but couldn't admit that he was wrong because of pride so there's a lot of funny stuff about that um the second main hook is about Jaina, I always fuck it up. It's it's Jaina, yeah, right? Jaina and her friend Math Girl or some shit. Uh, who <laughs> Math Girl? She sent to prison after she tried to kind of stage a I don't know social uprising by scrambling everybody's brains. She's now in prison because her dad got, got trapped like, in a cube. Yeah, uh, she's now in prison, and so Jaina is dealing with the guilt of trapping some or sending somebody to prison who was really fighting for like the right things but doing it mm-hmm. the wrong way. Uh, and then the last, the last one is uh, Jaina makes Zan promise that he'll run the high school reunion casino just like a casino, and he's like, "I promise, Jaina, I'll run it exactly like a casino." So he turns into like a fucking like he's rigging tables and like bringing into people the, who he's win. The pit boss. He's the pit boss who's like roughing people up. It's 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 funny. It's funny. So Dan, what did you think of Wonder Twins number eight? I mean, this is the most consistent comic we read for sure. It's just it's always good. It's always got something to say, and it all always says it perfectly right it's like it walks such a good line of like being optimistic but still being realistic about like the world because like it's the whole book is really just kind of like a takedown of like this fictional superhero system but also the actual real life criminal justice system and you know how things aren't black and white how things that are designed to like help people and make people safe actually make things worse for like a lot of people right um so yeah this is just you know continuing all that goodness it's just really really well-written social commentary and this i thought was like more kind of a lead-in um than others but i did really like the uh pit boss 
uh, Zan. I knew the second that he's like, I promise I'll run yeah. it exactly. You like could see it casino. in his eyes. Yeah, you're just like, you're oh, like, oh, here yeah, he I goes. know, I know exactly the direction <laughs> this is going. Yeah, I think I think this book always does a really good job of walking the line between being it's a super it's a superhero about the fucking Wonder Twins, but it yeah, each one has this kind of very personal touch to it, mm-hmm. and I love that the sprinkling Mark Russell sprinkles in these vignettes of these ca- these characters. Right, we didn't we didn't know shit about the principal until this very episode yep. or this very issue, but I I knew that I was gonna like resonate with me the second that like it showed the librarian flipping mm-hmm. so he gets a letter in the mail it's a high school reunion it shows four people and one of the four is like a guy in a letterman jacket <sighs> and, a, and a girl with her arm around him yeah and then the librarian in a couple panels over gets the same letter and it just kind of the panel just zooms in on the guy in the letterman jacket and the uh, and yeah. the and the girl with her arm around him and you can just immediately infer yep. and it's this kind of like soft sort of vin- like i don't i don't know the, the right term for it but like almost kind of sepia tone old time yeah yeah it, it captures Nostalgic. that kind of feel to it and it's like oh Oh, like that you, you just know in that second you're like that's a principal in the library and, yeah. and, and something happened and i don't yeah. know it's just this like it's it's so personal it's so real um and and sweet in yeah its own they way. do they they get really feelsy in all of these books and yeah. it always hits yeah always yeah for sure and i thought this one was like also really good i was you know kind of half expecting so basically how it goes is they finally uh Zanon, or actually just Jaina, like yeah, Jaina. convinces both of them to go to the reunion and talk to each other and work things out kind of but like it doesn't end with them working things out and getting back together right. like it, he says it's like do you think that we'll ever be able to start over and she says no but yeah, thank yeah, you he, f- but thank you for like talking to talking me. to me about this right. and i feel like that's a really I don't know. That's that's just like a cool sentiment that I don't feel like gets expressed a lot in like entertainment. It's like things don't always have to like go back to the way you always wanted them to be, but maybe you can still make things right enough to like move on with yeah. your life. And and it's not like the outcome was bad. No, it wasn't. You know what I mean? It was, like, it was a positive outcome. I, like they I both feel, feel better about things. Yeah, and I feel like we have this binary view, especially when we turn to the, the media that we consume. That uh-huh. like, either she hates him forever exactly right? or exactly. they get back together but there's this like the, the as the theme of this thing is, is mm-hmm. this, it's not black and white there's a middle, there's ground, a middle here, ground and and like the, it, it's it's worth exploring that exactly middle ground. so yeah um, it, it was just really solid the there i did notice the i did notice the new art but i liked it it, it was it was consistent enough to like the the sort the, the the stuff that we're used to seeing yeah um that it wasn't like jarring yeah it was enough for me to notice it but like he the um who, who's this mike norton did a good job of making it um similar enough to the art we've been used to looking at that i just it didn't bother me and there's yeah. he, he did a really nice little action scene i liked a lot um where so um jana basically ends up corner the so the girl she put in prison escapes mm-hmm. right we forgot to talk about this she escapes yep and uh, a lot happens in this book uh she escapes and uh with two others and they're gonna go i don't know why they went to the high school to raid something to get some something equipment at or the something. science equipment from yeah. like just yeah. a, just a thinly veiled excuse to get all this action yeah. happening in one it's fine exactly Whatever. um and uh zan sees her and then like does this awesome like slide through all yeah. of them to like bump their to wonder, wonder rings powers and, and i just like the the action of it was was actually super super duper nice i liked it a lot yeah. um and then it ends with um jaina being like basically so all this stuff is about how like you know apologies 
right like it's never too late to apologize for things that you've done wrong so mm-hmm. like the, the parallels here being between the the principal and the librarian and then um jaina and the girl she sent to prison yeah um and she wraps her up she's a snake she wraps her up and says hey i'm sorry for everything that i did i know that you'll never forgive me but i think your dad's alive and i know how to get him so yeah. that's kind of where it's leading and yeah it's just fucking good man yeah it's, it's a so good, good it's like the perfect comic it really is like i feel like each comic is so like they have overarching plot elements like yeah like the girl who escaped from prison but every issue is so self-contained and so focused around like a specific like piece of human nature i feel yeah. like you know it's like, self-contained you could just pick one of these up and go yeah, yeah. and and it's and it's perfect and it just yeah. i don't know it explores all of these little like pieces of humanity and like little emotional things mm-hmm. like just so well and it focus it's so focused and i don't know i just love it i love it too it's it's a, clearly dan and i one of our favorite comic books we yeah. gush about it every single time yeah it, it reminds me of the immortal hulk um like those early issues the like the first six yeah where i just like every time i was like God, this one just, yep. it, somehow they, they keep again. fucking doing it again you know yeah. like immortal hulk lost a little bit of steam with me for a while it's it still mm-hmm. doesn't hit the same notes that it did but I mean, it's at yeah, 16. Yeah, it did change a little it bit. It might but... even be at like 20. I don't even know. It's it's yeah. it's it's been a while, but you know, it's still good. Um, but yeah, that's Wonder Twins. Fucking great. Pick also it up. worth mentioning, I pre-ordered it, but they it is coming out in trade paperback. Okay. Um, I think very early november so in the next couple weeks nice that's, that's gonna be a good uh, that's like a good christmas gift to yep. get like non-comic readers because yeah. like it's such an easy thing to pick up yeah, and i already it's, got it's it light. for my sister-in-law i know nice. she's, yeah, she's gonna like love that. that uh so we'll move on to the next dc book harley quinn and poison ivy number two this is a six issue mini series kind of talking about how poison ivy is dealing with sort of the fallout from the super traumatic shit that happened to her in sanctuary i.e she was in crisis uh she was literally killed yeah and reborn as a flower um so this particular issue focuses around harley quinn and her fighting off some goblin of the green who wants to (laughs) eat her uh it's kind of unclear but that's fine that's not really the problem with the the or that's not really the crux of the issue i think like there's a that's just an excuse for like a fight it kind of seems like and to get the plot moving because the house ends up burning down and they run away what this is ultimately dealing with is kind of i think and this is i'm i'm kind of struggling to get the point yeah a little bit but i think what it's trying to do is it's trying to explore personal trauma through the eyes of poison ivy and then also kind of set Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy on their journey to explore what it means to be heroic. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I, I get that it's, to it, some degree, but it they, does seem a little aimless. Yeah. That's yeah. what I, that's what I mean. I'm like, I'm like, are you, are we committing to something here? Or are we not committing to something? Yeah. Cause right it's now it tell. feels a little bit ambling. Yeah. Um, and yeah, aimless is a, aimless is a good word to describe it because they, they end up, um, escaping the house and in the, in the thing and poison and Harley Quinn's like, Hey, I think you need some help that I can't give you. And I was yeah. like, Oh, okay, here we are. We're uh-huh. going to like talk about some stuff, but then they go to, but then they go to mad hatter. They go to the mad hatter. Who's like, ah, they're falling right into my trap and now I'll get them. And it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. So like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to, <laughs> it's like, are we trying to help her? Like what issues does she actually have even? I'm kind yeah. of like, she can't like hold her hold shape. Hold her shape. And it's some kind of anxiety thing or something yeah. like that. I'm going to So guess. I don't know. Yeah. I hope they kind of get to it a little more. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't need to move. You don't need to have a fight scene for every yeah. issue. Like I, I would, and you don't even need to move the location. I'd be fine if they if stayed, they just in, stayed the in that house. Yeah. yeah. For si- it's a six issue mini series. Like it yeah. doesn't need to go anywhere. Like the places that it needs to go are not physical, right? Exactly. It's, it's like, it's all about like talk talking because this yeah. is a relationship driven book. It's Harley yeah. Quinn and poison Ivy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they should just 
Chill. figure that out yeah you know what i mean and like i don't know i i'm interested in poison ivy as a character yeah me too where she comes out of heroes in crisis because she was like she was a human and now yeah. she's been reborn as like a plant but she's yeah. definitely like moving back towards human again so i'm like what are, like what do you guys do but they also don't really like her character doesn't have much depth in this I no feel like. and it, it's just like it's like the, she's yeah and it I don't know. It, like Harley puzzling. is the like big loud one, obviously, who's the most expressive. And it seems like yeah. Ivy's just kind of a there, like along yeah. for the ride. Which is kind of how their relationship dynamic has always sort of been traditionally at DC. Yeah. And they need to get a little bit better at that because Poison Ivy's a cool fucking character. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's yeah. got her own sets of motivations and, and you know. But they kind of just make her kind why. of like an aloof plant lady hot redhead right who's just kind of there to support harley quinn and be yeah. like there for you know what i mean so yeah. like i'm i'm i we get a lot of harley quinn we don't yeah. get a lot of poison ivy so that's yeah. why i'm like i'd like to you know see a little bit more of this she's always been like a cool yeah a cool villain like even though she's just sort of for the longest the longest time she's just been the sexy yeah the sexy temptress yep. thing i think dc is definitely trying to rework and retool that character yeah. a little bit, but you can do, you know, she's got some, yeah, totally. so many other angles, like back in the day, she's a genius scientist, right? genius and scientist and preservationist. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like back, environmentalist, in, yeah. back in the day, like it was like environmentalism was lumped in with anarchy and yeah. shit. So like they got away with being like, Oh, she's an environmentalist. She's yeah. evil. Yeah. Of course yeah. she's evil. She's, <laughs> she likes plants more than people. You know what I mean? But yep. like nowadays in like this current political climate, you know, like, like <laughs> I feel like it would be a much more palatable message in 2019 to say i like plants, plants more, more than, than people, people. Yeah, yeah absolutely that's what i'm saying it's so like years and years like decades ago it was like it was people like oh my god you know what I mean? now nowadays it's like, you'd be like yeah I get people it. fucking suck dude i get it donald trump is president man I, like you know what if like a plant was president yeah i would i would be into that i'd be into that plant as long as the plant, as long as the plants got a good cabinet i'm just saying let's hear the plants out okay yeah, they've got not? they've got just as much stake if not more stake yeah. than us on this planet that's so. yeah that's true uh, we can always like leave it potentially so yeah if there's any uh poison ivies out there who are gonna take over the world with plants you know you've got a friend in this podcast <laughs> yeah, so yeah uh don't kill us please um yeah I, that's all i gotta say the art was inconsistent yeah there were parts some weird w- panels there were some weird panels but there were some there also were some really ones. fucking cool yeah. ones too you know colors what I mean? were good i thought he does a good job of exp- he i'm gonna say he uh adriana mello she she yep she does a really good job of expressions i like i like her expressions sometimes the teeth gritting got me a little bit i don't know what it is about comic books and teeth they always like teeth yeah but um it like smiles and stuff are hard to draw probably i don't i don't know what it is about comic books and teeth but i thought that ivy's face looked vastly different like throughout the the course of this book yeah yeah definitely like i said inconsistent um but well, okay, we have Adriana Mello. Okay, yeah. We didn't say this is written by Jody Hauser with art by Adriana Mello, colors by Mark Morales and Hi Fi, and Gabriella Downey on letters. Mark Morales may have inked it. That's fine. Okay. Uh, that's all I got to say. I don't know. It's hard to hard to recommend this unless you're like a fan of DC, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Yeah. I wouldn't just as pick Jared this. Is. Yeah. I wouldn't just pick this up as like just for. Oof. Yeah. Look at that face. Yeah. Look at those teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, would, I wouldn't just pick this up like nah. if you're not specifically interested in these characters pick up wonder twins pick up wonder twins oh that's what that's what we're that's what the whole point of this little bit is here yeah we're telling people what to, we're telling people what to what to like exactly okay? uh so last of the dc books for this week we've got aquaman 
number 53. This is written by Kelly Sue DeConnick with art by Robson Roca, Daniel Enriques, and Sonny Go on colors, and Clayton Cowles on the letters. Uh, Dan, you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. So oh, wow. um, this has been following Arthur and uh, Arthur Curry, Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan, <laughs> you're all right, girl. We make that joke every, every time, baby. Time. It every never gets time. old to us, to us because no. we're the ones who were making it. It's exactly. perfect. Exactly. As long as it makes me smile. Yep. Fuck the listeners. Exactly. So they got some good angry preggers Mara in this. So they will pay. So Arthur uh, impregnated Mara, the Queen of Atlantis, <laughs> and then he she sure did. and then she killed him by accident, and then he came using back to her life. womanly estrogen fueled <laughs> yeah, rage. Rage, yeah. Uh, we we took issue in that in a previous episode. Um, They're just so volatile, Dan. I know. Why can't they just calm down? Why can't they right? just calm down? <laughs> we're just kidding. We're just kidding. We're just kidding. We feel the opposite. We of feel that. the opposite. That was we're, sarcasm. We're making fun of people who think that way. Yep, so exactly. don't be mad. At us. So don't be mad at us. Don't send us all of your your hate mail that we've gotten in droves. So much. Send, send so us. Much mail actually, do mail. send me some hate mail. Yeah, I'd like a really bit. any kind of mail. Any. Please pay attention to us. <laughs> Someone give us attention. We're clamoring for it. We're that's why we're on the iTunes store. Danny Mac does this thing when he's reading the comic books that he turns his mouth away so that he's talking like this. And the then microphone. it sounds bad. And then Jared's like, Dan, you always sound so quiet when you're on the fucking. It's because you fucking do, Dan. <sighs> Thank you. Know you. What? I think it's fucking fine. So anyways, in this, they talked to this old guy and I was, uh, so I think this is setting up. Uh, yeah. You were so lost last time too. Remember you're like, who's this old guy on the fucking pier? Yeah. And I was like, does it matter? And you're like, yeah, it matters. I mean, it does matter. It apparently. Was the, but apparently we just didn't fucking read. We didn't pay attention enough because it was the yeah. guy who was writing the shit. And they even say his, I remember in the last issue, oh, they yeah, said yeah, his yeah. fucking name a bunch of times. Yep, you're right. We just didn't pay attention because we're idiots. Yeah. But he's cool. He's got some like weird superpower kind of things where he has monsters like sea monsters mm-hmm. just following all over and they're invisible to everyone but him and he very, can like have them kill people and shit very uh what's that guy's fucking name hg wells no george orwell no uh lovecraft hp lovecraft yeah right? yeah very love cosmic horror yeah reminded me of of the trailer for the lighthouse which i'm going to see next week oh um robert pence and Willem defoe also lovecraftian like Our sort paths. of type maybe i was gonna make a joke where i basically implied that uh lovecraftian um like culture is inspired by the hit game bloodborne, bloodborne. <laughs> uh, but i don't nice. think I'm, i don't think i'm gonna do it okay well well thanks for explaining it i set anyways. the tone at least it's yeah. out there you guys yeah uh, you somebody else workshop Other it people can, true, can figure out whether they would that the people send us respond send not. us some hate mail uh with the with the corrected joke yeah <laughs> uh, that'd be that'd be appreciated. But yeah, I thought that this this one was not as good as the other this Shut previous. Shut the up, fuck man. up! It was I would fine. Say. It was fine. It was just kind of so. It's okay. a setup book, and you hate setup books because you're like meh. Yeah, but also meh. it's it's like a Black Manta book, and with all the other cool like weird mythological shit that they've been throwing at Aquaman recently, it kind of feels like a step back to go back to Black Manta like attacking yeah. people from his submarine. His fucking his not his submarine. His submarine <laughs> mech. Yeah. Let's not fucking. Let's who not has sell the this. AI personality of his father? Well, but it's slowly becoming not his father. Yeah. Remember, warning, you have altered the AI <laughs> 70%. Before long, it won't be your father anymore. 
That's what a, so what a, dumb. What a specific hard-coded fucking error. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like he specifically like he programmed, programmed He programmed this alert to just warn so could, him. Just so he could say, I don't give a shit about Right, that to alert. warn him that he was replacing his father with, <laughs> with machine. And yet he has such wanton disregard for his father's opinions yeah. that he just reprograms them all the time. So yep. I'm wondering who, who this black mantle was <laughs> and who hurt him in the two weeks in between yeah. installing this operating system like, oh, and reprogramming I'm going to want to know if I'm like overriding my dad here 24 out 20 minutes later <laughs> fuck my fuck dad. my dad fuck my robot dad fuck my robot i can AI make him dad. better than my real dad call me captain not son <laughs> call me captain uh yeah so i didn't really like that part of it. and it seemed like i don't know mira was just kind of there to be in danger or whatever maybe yeah she showed up i don't get it because at the beginning she's like i'm gonna attack all the surface dwellers and they'll pay pay with blood and then she shows up at the surface and it's like oh does my hair look good yeah uh, oh, this is fine. It was it was kind of cute. I thought that I thought that scene was a little funny when they see each other on the beach, and he's like, "Oh, um, uh, they both kind of like awkward out." They're like, uh, yeah, uh. I thought it was I thought it was a little cringy. I Don't mean, say cringe. I fucking hate that word. I said cringy, dude, bro. Do you remember? Did you? Are you like? eating food that's cringe <laughs> i don't know that meme but i like it's a, it's it a, it's a good meme i'll show it I'll, I'll show you. this guy is like this guy's like finally no one's here to watch me eat i can eat in peace and then this guy shows up he's like dude are you actually eating that's cringe and then it comes back to the guy and he's crying he's like this is fucking bullshit i just want to eat i love it that's a good meme. Uh, that's a good meme keep that meme uh look it up you can find it at your local meme store but yeah so i thought this was i thought it was I thought it was decent. It wasn't as good as the other ones. The art is as good as ever. I could just yeah, look. At, really I could good. look at this book and not read anything. Um, I just need less lasers, more weird shut the fuck creatures, up. No, and more lasers. Look, are you kidding no, me? Look at. Are you kidding me? That's the, dope. The art's good. It's just not as cool it's a, as sea it's monsters. It's a fucking. It's a fucking sea Gundam shooting lasers. Sea what? monsters are greater than robots, Jarrett. I love this panel. Yeah, Rah, me too. Ree. Pregnant Mara. Being, is she prego? Oh yeah, she's pregnant. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. Pregnant. I forgot that she likes is still preg pregante. Yeah. I thought for some reason when she killed Arthur it got aborted or something. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, they don't really draw that's the only panel where they draw her looking oh no, yeah. just kidding. Pregante. No, they did kind of hide it sometimes though. She's, it was kind of weird. She's she's gregnant. Apparently even sea ladies can get gregnant. Yep. So careful careful guys out there. Wrap up your seacock. <laughs> Uh, your sea cucumber, if you will, your sea and uh, make sure that you, you know, you know. Otherwise, you can impregnate the queen of Atlantis, and she might kill you, and you might she have might to kill like you. petition a uh, elder god. You know, to, to come be back fair to though, like Arthur had the shittiest response. Oh no, he's a piece he, of shit. He had yeah. the shittiest response. To I'm her not being saying like, Mara was in the wrong. Dog, you, you had to know if you're if you're fucking, you don't you don't just get pregnant. Yeah. There's a there's an act. I don't know, Dan, if you know this, but there's an act <laughs> that o- occurs, and there's a specific finality to that act that you can interrupt, if you will, yeah. to you know prevent this sort of thing from happening. And so, Ar- Arthur, all like saying, these are Atlanteans, though. Maybe they don't even have genitals, and they just geez, they got genitals. Fuck with their fingers or something. No, they're they're Atl- just because they have gills doesn't mean they don't have reproductive work. They I, don't even have gills. Yes, they do. In this book, they said that they don't. And that guy was like, "You don't have gills, and you can still breathe oh, underwater." What, I don't what, know how what, shit works. Okay, quote the <laughs> throw the fucking lexicon at me. It's fine. Anyway, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that Arthur, if you if you ain't pulling up, bud, 
you 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 accept this with your impregnating he, he, fingers he was kind of that's not how it works yeah, it i'm sorry i hate to break it to you but he was like his kind of response was like arthur i'm pregnant he's like i gotta go Mara, <laughs> yeah. Mara, i gotta like hit the you know this is like this is some, this is some you know i i spent a lot of time I on gotta land go. i gotta i spent a lot of time on land you know i, I gotta go save the world i gotta you know i gotta be with the human humans so he just pieced and then she killed him I went, understandably i went to a christian Ew. school i did not learn about Atlantean reproduction, but I'm pretty sure they fuck with their fingers. No, still no. Or their eyes, like they touch eyes and they then touch that does eyes it. And it's a, there's an exchange of fluids. Yeah. Well, even then you can pull out. Yeah, that's true. See, that's what pull I'm saying. Coitus interruptus. And if you don't want Atlantean sea children, then you don't fucking wrap up your shit, dude. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, with your, with some nice high quality seaweed. They got spermicidal IU, they, seaweed. They got aqua IUDs. Yep. They got all kinds of stuff to stop <laughs> you from getting pregante. So I don't know. I don't, it's ultimately yeah. both parties are culpable in this yeah. situation and arthur if take you responsible if you weren't fucking expecting measures. it if you weren't prepared to deal with the repercussions then you should have been celibate right you should have been celibate that's what i was taught yeah also at my exactly Christian school. that's and that's that's the <laughs> ultimate message um is celibacy that's always what we've tried to promote yeah, here at craft yeah. comics uh young and sexy forever means nothing if you ruin it with actually having sex because <laughs> it's then all you're just about being the tension and the build-up exactly and then you're just being a fucking heathen yep slave to your wanton desires yep like me <laughs> yeah we've evolved past that yeah right? well the, the mutants have and we'll get to that on the very next not episode. Once we get back from this break. Segment of oh, Craft yo, yo, Comics. Yo, 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 yo. But we are going to get a break. Uh, get a and break. A Take beer. a break and a second beer. Uh, you just stay strapped. And you sexy sex, forever. You sexy little buttes. And we'll be right back. Perfect pitch. We are back. We're uh, back. With a, oh. Ooh. That was a loud one, wasn't it, Carrie? So what? 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 What's special about this can? A beer that we're holding right now, man. <laughs> this is the meme beer of meme beers, Jerry. It is the seasonal Southern Tier Brewing Company Pump King Nitro Imperial Pumpkin Ale. So there's a lot going on there. Take me through each one of those parts, but slower. So Southern Tier is a uh, brewery out of New York. I believe we looked it up last time and that Southern Tier is like a geographic section of New York. Pumpkin Nitro. Nitro is a style of beer that, or a style of carbonating or not carbonating. It's not carbonating, Dan. It's it's nitrogenating. Yeah, but what's the nitrogenating? Yeah. Look at those cascading fucking, what do you call that? Cascading head? I don't know. Cascading head. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but anyway, yeah, so it's a it's a nitro pumpkin imperial ale, which is pretty bonkers. Um, what do you think about nitro beers, Jerry? I like them. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, nitrogen is a bit more inert once it's suspended in liquid, right? Oh, pour that down. Uh, so carbon, when you, when you put CO2 inside of liquid, it actually adds like a slight acidity to the liquid and makes it, um, I guess, a bit more bitter, a bit more harsh. One thing about IPAs is you don't really know how finished they are until they're carbonated because the carbonation lends an additional acidity to them that that cuts mm-hmm. through the, the cuts to the sweetness. Um, but with nitro beers, you don't get that um, because the nitrogen doesn't form that um, fucking carboxylic acid or something when it's in solution, and you just get the straight taste of beer. So I don't know the difference between drinking this shit flat and drinking it nitrogenated. Well, I mean, if it was flat, it wouldn't have any head. Right. But like, I don't know what it, what the mouth 
mouthfeel. The mouthfeel. What it, what what the nitro lends in terms of night mouthfeel. Yeah. Well, I people think people described as creamy. Yeah. But like, I don't know if the beer would just be creamy if you just drank it not on nitro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. That's a good question. I think it's just creamy compared to carbonated beer because, uh, like the. I don't know how to say this without sounding like a fucking idiot, but the bubbles... Nothing you can say <laughs> doesn't sound like you're saying it would be a fucking idiot. The bubbles on nitro ales taste smaller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... Oh, okay. Do you, do you know what I'm trying to say? I... <laughs> you were right. You did sound like a fucking idiot. They, t- they taste smaller. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're saying. Like... No, it's like when you drink a normal beer, it's like, you know, it's kind of got that you got like big old bubbles in your mouth. You got you know big old I mean? bubbles. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, oh that's yeah. me. I'm pressing the, the, you press the up switch. I'm oh, like, okay. Oh. Wait, no, no, don't lean against it. You're going to oh, press it again. Gonna, I know. I'm, I'm oh, leaning, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm leaning strategically. <laughs> let's, not, let's not try to, you're trying to run away from this fucking dumb. No, I, no, I need to get into this more. Hey, let's unpack I'm digging this. myself deeper. Yeah, please. Uh, so, I mean, like normal carbonated beer has kind of like a champagne kind of feel to it so like think yeah. think like champagne champagne compared to like a non-sparkling wine or something there's like you can taste a little bit of carbonation in like a normal white wine but um it really comes out in the champagne it's just like very like fizzy yep. bubbly right yep. so like this that kind of tastes to me like the difference where like nitro it's just it's less fizzy less bubbly more yeah, I don't know. It's like the there's still some like bubble feeling there, but it's not as intense. Yeah, so I feel like you're on the right track. All right, you, you're you're on bring the right, me home, you're, Uncle you're, Gary. You're on the right track with this with this analogy, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna take it in the direction of um, not just a flat white wine and a champagne, because uh-huh. in the term the carbonation scale. Those two are on opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Correct. But you could split that difference with like a uh, what do they what do they fucking call those things? Like the Moscato d'Asti, which is like oh. a lightly carbonated, a lightly okay. carbonated beverage, right? Okay. You can think of the difference too between like you know that burn that you get when you drink like club soda, and yeah. you know how you fucking open that bottle and the whole shit just erupts. Yeah. Versus like a soda. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? These are that's that's not like the property of the drink. It's just the level of carbonation that they're at. It's like you can take water and you can literally make it burn your mouth. Yeah, that's the carboxylic acid. So what we're doing with so it, you're you're hitting on that a little bit because champagne is super fucking carbonated, right? Uh-huh. So it punches you right in the mouth. It burns. Yep. It yep. burns a little bit. Nitrogen does not form any acid when it's in solution. It does not form that carboxylic hmm. acid, so it doesn't burn. But the little bubbles do maybe add a body to it, an effervescence, yeah, a, a lightness and airiness yeah, without yeah. without the burn, without the burning sensation. So yeah. that's that's why you that's why you um, nitrogenate a beer is to kind of create a smooth body. I think mm-hmm. we'll 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 say that we'll yeah, say that I'll a say smooth that. body, and then also to not sully the flavors that you're going with with that carbonated burn yeah and the head usually is kind of like creamier i think that's why people say it's like creamier is because like look at this compared to well there's a mouthfeel to it too yeah for sure Uh, it's like a you get the body of the bubbles in your mouth but without the burn yeah yeah so i they're very common uh now for i think like 
Uh, Left hand milk stout was like the first yeah. one to really Stouts popularize it, but but yeah, stouts are the big one because it the kind of contributes to that like and again creaminess. You, which you're you not want you're not stout. losing the sweetness to mm-hmm. the bitter from the carbonation. You're you're mm-hmm. getting that sweetness coming straight through. Right, so more like malt forward beverages. But um, but yeah, but I, you can also have a IPA on nitro. I've had one of those too. I have two. I don't remember whether I liked it or not. Do you? They're fine. Yeah, we had that. Oh, remember that? What was it? It was a white stout. On yeah. Nitro at yeah, fucking the Dragon's Milk White. We had that, and then we also had the White Stout when we went to um, what's the name of that place? Right Bower down the road. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, time to pause. Uh, after a brief doggy interruption, we're back. Uh, you know, girlfriend got home, and he he got excited. He got as he got excited as as you do. Jerry got excited. Yeah, I got excited. I ran upstairs, gave her a kiss because yep. I love her. Yeah. Aww, isn't that isn't that nice? I love my girl. My uh, you nerd, you love your you girlfriend. Fucking you nerd. fucking square. Wow. You cuck. <laughs> Imagine loving someone in 2019. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Joke. <laughs> seriously. Okay. Um. What we were talking about this beer. Yeah. Um, uh, so what do you like over it? Like, what do you think of it overall? <laughs> what do you like? <laughs> what do you like over it? We should mention this is eight point six. So Dan is yeah. fucking wasted. I'm. You know, he's got a crash on my. Uh, he's got a crash <laughs> on my couch today. I don't know. Not yet, but we'll see after this whole thing. Nah, I won't do that to you. But what do you think of it? No, you could. Uh, it's good. I don't know. Geesh. I once. <laughs> I once listened to a back when i was very into podcasts like listening to them yeah i listened this was forever ago 2012 there was a podcast called the basic brewing radio or some shit like that uh-huh, uh-huh. and they i think they, i might have listened they to talked it. about styles or something like that yeah. and one of them was pumpkin and i remember the guests that they had on they're like there's no pumpkin in our pumpkin ale. Yeah, it's just spices that yeah. make you that make your brain associate. People and, don't want pumpkin; they want pumpkin pie. Right? They want they want the the flavors associated with pumpkin, which is like nutmeg and cinnamon. And I definitely get some spice to this, so I think yeah. that there's some spice here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it is. I will give it the credit. It is orangey. Yeah, uh, you're right. So, it is so a good color. Pumpkin, pumpkin, uh, right on brand with the pumpkin color. Yep. Um, so that's good. Yeah. I, I, I don't taste squash. I'm not saying that there isn't squash in there, but is there supposed to be squash in there? Well, Does it pumpkin. say that there's squash pumpkin, in yeah. there? Uh, I don't know. It yeah, but say like, anything. this is your fucking job, man. Yeah, I don't think most. It's a pumpkin nitro, imperial pumpkin ale. You would think that there'd be. I don't pumpkin think that even there. like. Well, yeah, but uh, aha, ale brewed with pumpkin and natural flavor added. Get pumpkin fucked. and squash are different things. Pumpkin bro. is a squash. You yeah, but if you buy. <laughs> You say squash, you think butternut like fucking squash. Pumpkins okay. are not. Dan, you cut you cut up the inside of a fucking pumpkin, cut up the inside of a squash, put them side by side. Tell me the fucking difference, dude. They taste different. Yeah, you think you could you think you could pick it out? Butternut squashes are sweet. So is pumpkin. Not really. Butter butterscotch uh, sugar pumpkins are butter butter squash butter squash butter squash sasquatch is is isn't sweet. You're sweet. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying we should we should have like a blind taste test and see if you can pick up pumpkin yeah. versus butternut snatch. Uh, okay, I will I will do that. And you for will you. not, and you will fail. No, I don't think so, man. On okay, but they're both squash and they're both squashy. They both have similar flavor profiles. Yeah, the thing. So I you can make a pumpkin pie out of butternut squash. Have you made no a know. pumpkin beer? <laughs> I don't know why. I'm I, not way, I'm not baiting you. I'm just. I don't know why wondering. the way you asked me that made me laugh. <laughs> have you made pumpkin beer? I tried. <laughs> <laughs> tried to make it like non-threatening, non-accusatory. <laughs> you didn't look me. In have the you eye? made it, you motherfucker? Because I have. I'm Danny Mac, and I've made four pumpkin beers. He doesn't like fucking look me in the eye when he says it. He doesn't want to like <laughs> stoke the stoke the rage. I, I actually don't know though. Have you made a pumpkin beer once? Okay. And you and you put 
pumpkin in it. I think I I've made it both Puree. ways. I made pumpkin. Like, it was puree. The thing uh, is, like, or something. I looked into it a lot when I was making my pumpkin beers, and the general consensus is it might add some mouthfeel. Yeah, it, like a pectin or something, maybe? Yeah, yeah. It definitely doesn't add any flavor. Yeah. So Cool. Take that for what it's worth. Um, but regardless, I still kind of like pumpkin ales. I'm a yeah. basic bitch. They had... They had a heyday, and I feel like people revolted against the pumpkin ale. Yeah, as people have revolted against pumpkin spice lattes. Exactly, you know, everyone's it's saying, like, you know, you got these fucking white boom- people ruined it. You yeah, know? you got these fucking boomer dads out there being like, oh, "My wife likes, my wife likes pumpkin spice." <laughs> that means spice. I can't. That like means it. I can't like it because <laughs> I don't need that in my beer. My beer needs to taste like beer, not pumpkin. My beer needs to taste like Bud Light and nothing but Bud Light. Bud Light and nothing but Bud Light. Yep. But uh, I think this is pretty decent. Yeah, it's pretty decent. It's quaffable. That's what I'd say. It is deceptive because this is 8.6%, and I feel like I could slam a jam of that. And that's part of the reason one thing about nitro beers that makes them dangerous is that they're very slam a jamable because yeah. you, like i said you don't get the carbonation yep it, so uh this is good this is uh pumpkin nitro southern tier brewing uh yeah have a have a little sippy of it have give a it, little sippy it, of it give it a, give it a try yeah uh, if you're feeling experimental yeah and i think it's what, good i will say that i like i do tire of pumpkin spice I do beers t- i do tire of i, I go- do so tire of pumpkin oh, spice beers. daddy back grows weary of the <laughs> wide gold i do grow weary of pumpkin spices in my beer after like you know uh, two months out of the year it's fine yeah that's all the, that's the only time that you should be drinking a pumpkin beer is yeah. like this time of year you exactly you're carving a jack o lantern that's what i'm saying like if it was year round i might not be as into it no. but because it's seasonal and so i go why not it's, it's good it's we fucks good. we fucks with it and you know what there's got to be a halloweeny beer that we can get for next week because it is it is nearing all hollows eve time what do you mean like a halloweeny beer i don't know we figured it out something dark something spooky okay with like a ghost on it like a stout of like i saw i think i think Drecker has like ectogasm, which is like a double IPA, yeah. and that's got some ectoplasm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We gotta get some some spooky theme. Yeah, spooky tell theme you what, I'll, I'll just like get like a real dark stout, and then I'll grate some fresh candy corn right on top oh. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, yeah, that'd be great with like a like a nitro stout, and then you can get like instead of nutmeg, just some candy yeah. corn on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, hundred percent. Eighteen, eighteen million percent. Um, then I have to buy candy corn though. I mean, can dude, you buy one candy corn? That's what I'm saying. Like one of those bulk things. It's you like fucking, I'm not you gonna want to eat the rest you, of the bag. You take a scooper. You take the scooper out of the bulk section. And you get one candy corn and candy you put it in a whole isn't bag. Like a real candy. It's just like one of those things that society's convinced you is popular somewhere. Oh, I thought you were. <laughs> and I thought like you were no trying one to, actually. Likes I thought it. you were trying to imply that it was some sort of artificial candy, and I was like, like what? What? It, where is the line in the sand that I don't know about? Because like. It's just as real as anything, man. Yeah, you're right. It's 2019. Anything can be real. Exactly. Including candy corn. Including things that aren't real. But like, who's alive today who still eats candy corn? Who's alive today that still eats candy corn? I'm convinced hey, that like, like the big you, fucking candy big, market is big just candy. like, big candy, <laughs> big candy just pays stores to stock it, even though literally no one has eaten it. Fucking in like paid actors. It hires paid actors to go and scoop out like a pound of it every now and then and be like, yeah. I love candy corn. Boy, do I love candy <laughs> Boy, corn. Boy, do I love candy oh, corn. Oh my God. Candy corn is the greatest thing I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> oh, you remember that candy corn wow, guy? that guy who, really fucking like candy corn. But he disappeared from town and was never seen again. 
Uh, you know, I'm not a paid actor, but I will say that I love that chocolate candy corn. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, sometimes. So the way I eat candy corn uh, is is by taking little little nibs of each segment and so blending I, it into a liquid. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I take I take I take the corn. You know, it's a little triangle. The kernel, the kernel, if you will. And I and I take a little a little snotch from okay. the tip. You know what I mean? But just that little white tip, just the tip. And then I chew it and I eat it. Right. And it's just a little morsel. You just sample on it. Right? Does it all taste the same or do the actual different flavors different? Okay. in my brain? Okay. So, Hey, that's yep. how I eat it. Head and, then, and then I take them the orange, which is the middle. Yep. Take a little nib. Yep. Take a little nib. It's a little bit bigger. It's a little, it's, it's, it's the, it's not the main course. Right. So if the first nibble was the 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 appetizer, the aperitif, right? This is the this is the soup, yeah. you know. So it's got some yeah. it's got some shit to it, you know. Yep. And then the main course is that fucking big old wad at the bottom. Yeah. You know? and you just, mm. So you eat every kernel of candy corn in three bites. I do. Wow. I mean, it's I I'm convinced that that is better than the alternative of just grabbing a handful and shoving it <laughs> along your mouth, because that is a sad image if I've ever if I've ever like conjured one in my brain. That's just true. Just a fucking dude in his basement, like me. I mean, like on one's Friday. sad and one's confusing, but I guess it's better to be confusing than yeah. sad. Am I right? Imagine. So let me set the tone for you. So I, we you and I are playing Monster Hunter Friday night. It's one thirty in the morning. I'm in my underwear. All this happened. We're yep. sitting. We're sitting here. We're getting drunk. But instead of like just drinking beer, I'm also just grabbing handfuls of candy corn and shoving it in my mouth yeah that's depressing that's more depressing than me just eating like six of eating them like yeah six of them in small bits throughout the course of right. like a half hour right. i'm glad we can agree on this yeah agree. uh one thing that we can also agree on is that it's time for the last three books of yep. the day I, 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 yeah you're right we can't agree on that we can't agree on that yeah. and uh these are uh marvel books we don't have any any indie books for you sorry for you indie folk out there yep. um Better luck next time, suckers. They probably listen to a different podcast anyways. No, no one <laughs> listens to this podcast. Yeah, that's true. So everyone listens <laughs> so to a different, different podcast. Yeah. Everyone listens to a different podcast. True. My name is Aaron Mankey. And this Aaron Mankey's a podcast. Oh, okay. Is lore. <laughs> oh. I've, been, I've been working on my Aaron Mankey voice. Host hmm? of lore. Yeah, host host my name is Aaron Mankey. And this <laughs> is lore. <laughs> So, I, I'm working on it. Sounds like he's got some respiration issues. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there, guys. Okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to. Aaron Mankey's got some big ass feet, some big old shoes to fill. You know but Jerry's gonna fill them. I'm gonna fill them with <laughs> both my feet in one shoe. He's an ambitious boy. I am an ambitious boy. Um. So yeah, these are Marvel books. Uh, we'll start off with Powers of X, number six. This is created by Jonathan Hickman, R.B. Silva, Pepe Larraz, Marcio Garcia. <laughs> Whoops, Mara Garcia. Mar. Oh fuck, Mara Gracia. <laughs> David Curiel and Clayton Cowles. Um, so this is the finality of Jonathan Hickman's 12-issue weekly X-Men Bananagramza. 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 This is Powers of X number six. Came out last week, right? Yes. Nice. Two weeks ago. The finality. Oh, okay. Because it's two weeks worth of comics. Okay. And and then X-Men number one, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. It came out, came out last week. Um, So this is kind of showing the finality filling in some gaps i feel like it's mm-hmm. nothing really new happened here but it provided us with some context yes some some context that we hadn't seen before so uh earlier on we talked about a a, a con, i want to say confrontation but it is almost like a confrontation between a young woman named moira and um charles xavier right charles. On, a, on a on a bench and uh basically they have this kind of somewhat flirty conversation um, going back and forth, a banter, like that kind of conversation that you have with somebody that where you feel like you've known them for your whole yeah. life kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you just immediately hit it off. But it turns out Moira has known her for 
known Charles Xavier yeah. for her whole life multiple times. Yeah, multiple lives. So that that's why she has this kind of natural chemistry with him. Because her, again, her superpower is that she can live, and then when she dies, she is reborn uh, at the same time that she was originally born with all of her memories of what Intact. she just lived through. Yeah. In all of the previous lives. Too. And she uses this in this throughout the course of this series to try and save humanity because, uh, or see, save like mutantum because mutants always end up getting killed by robots. Basically. There's the sentinels that kill them off, and if the sentinels don't kill them off, then it's the... Oh, Phalanx. Uh, no, that's the, uh, the... Nimrod. Yeah, Nimrod. Nimrod. What What a name. Yeah. Weird. Um. So um, so she's trying to beat them and yep. create a future for mutants. So so earlier in the earlier in the series, this is a very hard comic to try to explain. It er, is earlier it's in so the series. Complex. Earlier in the series, we had this confrontation. Right, they're sitting on a bench, and Moira sort of eggs Xavier on and says, "Hey, read my mind." And you have this kind of sort of tense moment back and forth where he's reading her mind and then he has this moment of realization. Yeah. What we didn't get was the aftermath of that previously. We sort of did, but we didn't see the immediate kind of like how he just sort of recoils. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we got this really cool moment. Like, ah, fuck. We, so the first few pages of this are pages we've seen before, which yeah. I liked. It's cool. It's yeah. got this kind of Tarantino feel. Like mm-hmm. they're like, like we sprinkled and I hate Tarantino. This is a one weird thing about oh, me. Okay. I fucking hate Tarantino as a director. I think he's, he's, a, sh- he's a hack. Very abrasive. I get it. He's a fucking I, hack. I like it. He's a fucking yeah. hack. Uh, so at the beginning, be- we get this kind of little bit and then all of a sudden we're, we're reliving it. And, it mm-hmm. and I don't know, there was something, there was something cool about it. Something, um, something very interesting. Um, in the in the meantime, we're seeing stuff that we knew happened, right? We knew Moira gets killed at some yeah. point by by Logan. Um, we know well that's happened before multiple times, right? I think. So so into the sixth life of Moira, yeah. right? So that that was the sixth life. We kn- we knew that was going to happen, but again, we didn't know that they that the reason why he killed her was that they had this talk with this guy called the librarian who was yeah. basically wrestling with the concept that that humanity was about to be absorbed into a digital consciousness artificial consciousness yeah right? and the reason why he's even talking to them is he's like you know what i don't know if this is the right thing to do he's kind of cocky about it yeah you know i mean he's like because he thinks he's superior to like the mutants because he keeps them in a cage right he, um, he's pretty sure that he's got it right yeah but the just the fact that he didn't just kill her or no he's not supposed to kill her because then she'll just re, re, right. respawn but she has to outlive and this is fucking where it gets weird she has yeah, to outlive part Bas- the event so of ba- them basically, absorbed. basically, they get absorbed and then travel back to a black hole singularity. Yeah, which black holes. I'm, I, can, I actually can explain <laughs> this to you, and you think this is fucking crazy. So, black holes are um, time and space are the same thing. Does that make sense? This is true. This is fact. This is Einsteinian theory of relativity. So, time. I believe you. I just don't know what you mean. So, okay, I'm going to try to explain relativity to you right now. Oh, this is going to be super fun. Okay, man. so so imagine. Imagine, okay, time and space are the exact same thing. They're they're not two separate entities. Space meaning like space geographically? S- yes. So space as a concept. Space as in... As in outer the, space. Not just outer space, but space Space being a, a physical plane of reality that we exist on. Okay. Right? So, so, so before the Big Bang, there was no space, right? Okay. There was also no time yeah. because there was nothing before the Big Bang, right? Okay. So... This is where it gets really fucking complicated, but basically, yes, there, 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 there is no space and time are the same exact 
thing they're not they're not two separate concepts and so that's why like if you look back like if the, the deeper and the deeper that you look into space you're also looking back in time oh okay yeah sure yeah that, that makes sense is this checking out because yeah if you look back at a light star takes... you can see a star even if it doesn't actually exactly. exist in the present exactly burned out right and this is this is how they know all kinds of crazy shit they knew that the universe they know now that the universe is now expanding at a faster rate than it had in the past because they can look at very far away galaxies and they're slightly less red shifted to us meaning that they're moving away they were moving away from us at a slower rate than closer ones which means that back in time stuff was moving away from us at a slower rate it's fucking it's fucking nuts to get your shit around so basically black holes are black holes are as high okay and this is where i'm gonna add one more layer on top of this okay matter and gravity bend space and time okay okay so so that's why when um a a spaceship is orbiting around a spaceship is orbiting or Mm -hmm. orbiting around earth yeah um and then a spaceship is orbiting around jupiter they're going to experience time at a different rate relative to one another and that's I've seen and, that and, in science fiction right. okay because gravity bends space time so yep. so black holes are basically the most massive structures no in the in the known universe okay. so they bend space and time to such a point that it's inconceivable so basically what they're doing is they're going to track their their idea is that they're get all their cumulative knowledge absorbed they're not like big geographically though are they like that no but they're massive what does that mean so mass and size are different mass is mass is weight okay okay so there are there are three fates that us that a sun can have a star can have it can either just sort of expand and then do nothing Uh kind of shrink and kind of dissipate Uh right it can blow up okay or it can become it, it so the first one shrinks right because there's a force called the strong nuclear force that stops me from touching you okay uh-huh. this is the force that stops me from touching you and I'm, pu- I'm pushing you on the knee if something is so massive like a black hole has to be okay uh-huh in order for its gravity to be strong enough to beat the nuclear force this this force that's stopping me from touching you its entirety slips into itself and it collapses but that it, but its mass stays the same <laughs> so it is it is it's like a neutron star they're tiny but they're massive right they're like they're, they're just like, like super dense they're very dense that's a way to think about it yes they're very okay. very dense they're very massive but t- tiny in comparison to to other larger things that are yeah. less dense okay so i don't even know where the fuck i was going to this i feel like i'm explaining a lot to you right now are you following any of this i am following i hope uh, the listeners are home are following. for the most part okay so how does this connect back to so basically they're going to travel into a black hole okay where nobody knows at that point the theory of relativity goes out the fucking window because right. nobody knows what the hell's in the center right. of a black hole so i'm right. assuming that they're using this whole concept of space and time to say that like they become this kind of presence that's omniscient throughout all of space and time from beginning from the beginning of the big bang to the end of creation yeah they say that and this is this is based on i'm guessing this is based on the theory that they say that so if i'm falling into a black hole yeah looking out towards the known universe this is a head exercise right and assume that i can see everything that's happening in the known universe right Mm -hmm. i have like some magic goggles or something sure as i approach the black hole time starts to speed up for me okay to the point where i get sucked into the black hole and i've seen the end of the universe okay right that's 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 the predominant theory of what it's like to get sucked into a black hole interesting (laughs) basically like but you wouldn't see anything and so backwards right you wouldn't see anything going backwards only forwards yeah and so anybody watching me 
float into this black hole would see me basically approach it, approach it, approach it and slow down, slow down, slow down until and I basically stop, basically frozen in time. Yeah. No one until the last person live looking at me the second the universe ended would yeah. see me slip into the black hole. Damn, that's fucking wild. So that's the beginning and end. That's the yeah. that's the kind of whole idea. And so I'm assuming what what this this creature is wrestling with is like if if she outlives him in this lifetime long enough, yeah, <laughs> to for them to be absorbed into that black hole, then it, her entire existence would be irrelevant. But so, in their like interpretation of this black hole, it would also go backwards because it's time. Yeah, they're they're present throughout all of time. Yeah, forever. But you were saying with the magic goggles, if you went into the black hole, it would only put you forwards. Yeah, but like, so like at this, at this point, they're actually entering into the black hole. So I'm assuming yeah. that means that they've made it and now they persist through every iteration of, yeah. of, of space time in the Big Bang. Right. So, so her, including backwards they, they would time. be able to ba- basically go way back to yeah. before she was even conceived and, and eradicate her, right? Man, and so he's kind that's of awesome. He's kind of toying. This this librarian guy is wrestling with this concept that like he's about there the whole human race is about to just basically be obliterated mm-hmm. right and become something that it never was and arguably never should have been and is like kind of and rest- arguably doesn't even really exist right like he was talking about that too he's yeah. like you know I don't know if I want to be I never want I don't know if I ever want to not touch anything yeah like not yet. touch anything like be absorbed into this consciousness that yeah. I'm not even consist or convinced is a real thing right, <laughs> right. so so he's uh, he's clearly struggling with some stuff and and in his choosing to not just exile her without telling her he gets killed by Wolverine. She dies. Yep. Thus begins this whole cycle. So yeah, it was cool. I thought this was a really nice wrap up. I thought it was cool. I thought it was kind of interesting. It was like kind of a redirect. So in the previous issues of this, they were trying to save mutants from the machines. And then in this issue, the librarian guy seems to say the machines weren't the problem. The problem is uh, humanity learning to genetically modify itself to create whatever it wants. Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting because they didn't really resolve that conflict. No, I mean, they, they, he's got 12 issues of X-Men yeah. to write, you know. So that was kind of a lead into, yeah, the the X-Men. But I thought that was kind of an interesting redirect, but it didn't really undo anything. It no, was it was cool. Of, it just, it supplemented it. It yeah. was a nice wrap up. I, I liked it, yeah, it, it seemed like the last issue was the real finale. And yeah. this was more just a kind of in. context lead in for yep. the next X-Men yep. series. But man. What a ride. What a ride. That is probably like front to back the best thing I've read since being on this podcast. It's it was so good. And it was such a we were so spoiled with it. Yeah. With like oh like once a week. Yeah. How do they keep I mean he clearly had it all written. He For re- sure. he wrote it all in one shot. You oh know yeah. What I mean? But yeah. It was so fucking good. It I was mean, so good. It was man. so, so and it was so like heady complex yeah. obviously by the fact that we were like been discussing black holes. I'm literally last, talking like, to you about the minutes. theory of fucking relativity. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's it's that well orchestrated, that good com- complexity. I feel like if you, when you get that level of complexity, it can easily go sour. But he was able to like thread he everything it. together. He grounded it in such so a way. Well. Yeah, he grounded it in such a way that like if you know that shit, like like me, you know what I mean. Like I'm gaining something from it. But mm-hmm. like if you don't, 
you're just like, oh, okay, that's like, seems a little weird, but I, you know, you can roll with it because yeah. like there's so much happening in it that is yeah. compelling and interesting. So. Very good mind bendy sci-fi. Yeah, for sure, I would recommend that to anyone. So I'm gonna guess that that whole thing is gonna come out in some kind of omnibus um, in the next few months. So check that out if yeah. you're if you're interested in like I don't know dabbling in X Men, dabbling in something a bit it. more cerebral. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, if you're interested in heady sci-fi, if you like a very hard sci-fi for sure. Annihilation, if you like. Uh, um oh what's the one if, with if the you even like some, if you like oh or ex machina yeah. or um contact yeah. no not contact i know what you're talking about yeah the one with, with or the aliens and to, like, talk, to, talk to them oh, or something yeah but anyway arrival yeah arrival yeah yep. yeah if you're a fan of any sort of like heady sci-fi cinema kind of stuff this is exactly well, that. and even if you like uh, obviously if you like the x-men you're gonna check that out but if you like superheroes but like framed in some kind of different way check, mm-hmm. the, check this out too like, yeah this takes the concept of the x-men fl- the, the core conceit which is like humans and mutants working together and yeah. flips it on its head and being like we're mutants out- working together right on the outright we're going to say that we have learned that this never works and so mutants yep. have to become their own thing it's just it's just super interesting super neat uh, i'm glad marvel is doing something bold creatively yeah. with the x-men i think that's so cool yeah i agree uh we're gonna talk about one more x-men book this is x-men number one again written by jonathan hickman um this time with art by lionel francis Yu, a very polarizing artist and i'm curious to see what you what would you say about that uh gary allen guillen sunny go clayton cowles are the rest of the creative team on inks colors <laughs> yep. and letters respectively um dan do you want to do you want to kind of take this one sure what's uh what's controversial about the artist Oh, nothing like personal. He just oh, has okay. a style that's that's um, gotcha. controversial. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I don't know anything about. It. I don't know any. I don't know anything about bullshit comic drama. You know what I mean? I, I did know notice that, kind that of like a it weird looked artist. a little like retro, but I didn't actually. He, think... he has a style. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's the thing. He's got. A... But uh, I I didn't think it was anything like. Uh, no, it wasn't bad. Super. And it wasn't like super stylistically out there either. Like yeah. it was, you could, you know, yeah, it, it had some, some, uh, some swag to it, I guess. But I think it was, some people hate Lionel Francis U. I, yeah, I, I didn't see anything very polarizing, mm. honestly, but it was. I like that Wonder Woman art. Yeah, that that's was, not even polarizing. No, just I don't unifying. think you'll. I don't think you'd find anyone who would stand that yeah. <laughs> that art. Um, yeah, I thought this was interesting. It was not nearly as hooking as like powers of x so like the thing i liked about like powers of x house of x stuff is it was made for an x-men novice like me and i feel like this kind of like brings all the bullshit back where it's just like oh this person's my dad and i'm cyclops and i'm dating this person he's my dad i have these three children and this is where we're doing dinner yeah. all together so this was a house of summers where the where the uh, scott scummers and yeah. gene gray are having a, like, a dinner party or something and i gotta say i read this out of order i thought this was power of x number six and i was <laughs> very confused i was like what yeah i would be pissed off if that was the last issue of powers of x yeah so this is kind of heading up the 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 conflict that i'm assuming which is x-men number one where um i think this is going to start exploring this x-men what is this one yeah this is this This is is x-men one one. this is this is leading into the big the big um the big like conflict which is that genetic modification we're yeah. talking about right yeah because like um the scientist guy survived the machine purge and then yep. like uh as long as you survived it, the, it was all worth it so yeah. like the implying that the threat is not is still not real and i think this is also moira's last life right didn't she say that somewhere in the like yep. one of the previous she is the books? last life yep so there's no more uh do overs 
No, there's no more do-overs. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I think she's still alive. She's still alive, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was... This one was I thought was still fine. I like the bits about, like, the... I, I really like the overarching um, plot of, like, what if humanity was... Okay, so you've got, like, the regular humans, and then you've got the next level of evolution, the mutants. And then what if there was another step beyond that, yeah. which is, like, humanity genetically modifying itself, and then the mutants become the underdog, right. like stepped on underclass and i think that's a cool dynamic um i'm really interested to see how that plays yeah. out and i like all the the yeah the stuff with the scientists and the technological stuff i didn't really give a shit about like the intense lineage of the summer's clan no that was a bit much <laughs> for me too and like this is a a, a full i'm a full fan of gene gray you yeah know what i mean but like yeah she was just literally cooking this whole episode yeah didn't, didn't she do didn't much. do anything she, like her kids her many many kids had more yeah least, just can't, couldn't we have just we did the whole thing where we rebooted it couldn't we just gotten rid of all of them? yeah yeah right like couldn't that what been one of moira's lives is like also i convinced gene gray and scott to not have a billion fucking kids to just never date yeah you know what i mean yeah i thought for a second i was like oh i guess gene gray and scott aren't together because her, him and polaris were like hanging yeah. out and i was like oh that's kind of nice but then oh nope that's not yeah that's not the case at all i don't know well in, inevitably every x-men book has to eventually end up with like 10 books at once and yeah. completely mediocre so yeah. maybe this is the first step i don't know jonathan hickman's a talented guy i don't think that he's gonna let that happen at least on his watch um, no i think it's just kind of a look into the future though it's like this yep. is going to be a more personalized yeah. story it's not going to be as like heady grand and yeah. which grandiose. i'm okay with i'm okay with it it's just less interesting to me yeah. because i don't know all of the x-men lore you we know also I, mean? I think we also met the first human experiment right the one who's been yeah. displaced in time and she's pretty cool yeah like, she's like the cool way she, like the way she looks aren't they all though human experiments or no all the ones that they rescued from that facility i thought most of them were mutants oh, she's okay. the only one that's a human okay she was kind of unstuck out of time yeah what the fuck is that guy's name from slaughterhouse five Billy, oh, Billy yeah. Pilgrim. she's like billy pilgrimish yeah and she just like disappears yep magneto's got some weird shit going on too Mm-hmm. where he's like i am magneto yeah <laughs> weird but yeah, yeah we'll see where this goes um i'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll be good i'm sure it'll be good i'm i'm i'll be glad to keep pulling in to see how i don't know the, how it all wraps up yeah how it all wraps up because just because i love powers effects and house effects so much like even if there's all that bullshit that yeah. i don't understand in between i'm still gonna i'm still gonna stay so jonathan hickman has been out there saying there are at least 12 of these books coming so he's nice. going to be on x-men for a year yeah um and then he hinted at there being more than that afterwards. okay so yeah cool. i will read him for a long time at yeah, this that, point i would buy anything that he puts out so yeah that was good i remember how skeptical we are we were about yeah. x-men and the reboot and it was yeah. it was so good yeah uh, so that's it for X-Men. The last uh, Marvel book that we're going to bring up today is Guardians of the Galaxy number 10. This is created by Donnie Cates, Corey Smith, Victor Lozabo, David Curiel, and Corey Pettit. Dan, do you want to stab at this one or no? Um, yeah, I sure. don't really know what happened in this. To be okay. Yeah. No, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it too, actually. I was kind of like, I read this at the point where it was like one of the last ones I was reading. Was, I was yeah. like, I don't remember what you've the never fuck done happened. That before, and yet you've done it. Yeah, I know. I don't understand. I keep raising Jarrett's desk my because it's my, mechanical. My automated desk. Um, but I didn't really remember anything that happened in the previous Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. But it we haven't pulled, pulled me it in. in. We haven't pulled it. In a but while. little did I know how much 
I f- or little did I remember how fucking good and how much I love Donny Cates, Donny dude. Cates is Donny great. Cates is so fucking good. Um, so it yeah, it instantly hooked me back in. I actually really like this. More yeah, it was than a fu- it was a really fun issue. I just like I'm like, what the hell happened plot wise? So yeah, the thing that I was confused because of the Classic previous issue. I haven't read the previous issue. Exactly. I don't know exactly what's happening. So like Rocket Raccoon is apparently like dying yep. <laughs> or something. Some kind of he's got some kind of like festery boil disease. Yeah, yeah. He looks real bad. I think the artist yeah, did rough. a really good job of drawing him as like a disease. A, a dying looking. raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> um Give but, me your best dying raccoon <laughs> in this panel. But I was impressed how much I actually did remember from this of like because the old guardians are the last issue we read probably like three or four issues ago. Yeah. Was still on this like death cult thing. Yep. That recorded Peter Qu- or that recruited Peter Quill's dad. Yep. And uh, this wow. is wrapping that up kind of where wow. uh, it's almost like you don't need to read every issue of a comic <laughs> to understand what's going on. I mean, unless I want to know what happened to Rocket Raccoon, Jarrett. Google it, man. He's dying. That's what ha- that's what happened to him. He's but dying. Is he dying or is he dying, Jarrett? I think he's. And what happened to him? And why does he hate? Like he had that beef with the whole Guardians for like most of this uh, series. Yeah, we missed that. And exactly. That's but what you I'm just saying. Google it. That's what I'm saying. Out. I don't do. But you don't need to know why. You just need to know that it happened. I would like to know why, so that I have context for what's happening in this issue, Jarrett. Ugh. So Peter Quill, uh, he finds J- Drax the Destroyer and his culty dad and drax isn't drax anymore and he makes a million other draxes <laughs> and and then they, and then they fight wow, eloquently explained yep um but yeah i thought it was pretty good the writing was like the dialogue is really good yeah donny case is good. so like even though the cult stuff is like whatever uh the actual like dialogue and character interaction what do you think about that really creepy fun. kid yeah so they bring this creepy kid to help kill de- the death cult um and i thought he was really cool yeah i like the way he was written yeah they like they started off the book talking about or he was talking about how uh he, he came to like be where he is because yeah. he had like he had he's able to control all of these like evil worms or yeah. something and uh, i'm assuming he's a villain that we're supposed to know about yeah and he's like i i told all of the people who lived on this planet that i just wanted to help them and not to hurt me but then they were scared of me and they tried to hurt me and then i ended up murdering all of them with my death worms and now he's <laughs> kind of like a villain again and yeah there's a really like kind of he's like kind of smug about like blowing the steam yeah off of his, off of his like tea or whatever with all these like death worms surrounding yeah. him it's yeah like, oh, okay yeah so they so yeah, i thought i thought he was pretty well written i like that yeah he, rocket's he was, dying and he needs to be hooked up to another gundam to him to a gundam yeah to a gundam to survive mm-hmm. which, which is pretty cool mm-hmm. groot can talk it always it god damn it <laughs> keep on ramming that button. dude it's hard like the yeah, i have I know, to go i know I it's to really hard to, under the microphone i, know, I need like tough. a beer station like right here we should and do that that'd be perfect i was actually thinking about getting like a little table and putting it right there yeah that'd be cool two of us just slam a jam it'd be like microphone it'd be like that sometimes yeah Yeah. it do uh but yeah i i actually like this a lot more than i thought i would yeah well good yeah glad to glad to um you know please you donny cates r.i.p cosmic ghost rider one of my favorite comics ever yeah i mean not you don't have to r.i.p it 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 ended well i mean yeah but it's not it's not going anymore cosmic ghost rider is so good frank so castle good. is the ghost rider and he rides across space time yep it's good stuff with baby thanos strapped to his chest yeah. with chains what yeah, a legend pretty good i love that shit oh my goodness well, oh my goodness well down that was uh the last book that was I, the I last know, book i know we used to look up um what was coming out next week and give yeah. the viewers a little teaser we haven't done that in a while maybe we, we haven't should, maybe we should get back to doing it 
Not this time. (laughs) Yeah. That's where I'm at. Okay. We don't have to do it right now, but we can do it next time. Yeah, we can do it next time if we want to let the people what we're Give the people. Give the people. Give the people what they want and what they need. Not not necessarily what they want, but what they need. Has Leviathan wrapped up yet? That's what I was... We were reading... I mean, we read Supergirl. We we skipped... So there are two books that you guys didn't have to... That's why I was like, why didn't we meme on fucking Wonder Woman's art? Because we didn't talk about it. Yeah. We read Wonder Woman and Supergirl, and my God, they were both crammed full of Leviathan shit. And I was like, what? So like, I'm normally like, I can pick something up and be fine but i'm like i don't know if i don't know if <laughs> i have no idea what's going on anymore um but yeah uh this has been a pleasure as usual dan a pleasure and a privilege an absolute privilege and my darlings you, you look, look wonderful, wonderful tonight 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 have a great day have a great day <laughs>